going on? What's happening? I go by Drop, aka Drop Zone. Got my dog Real in the building. Yo, what's good? And you know what it is. This is Get This Work Podcast. But a uh, quick question, real quick, bro. Why we can't come together? What you mean? As black people, seem like we can never come together. Why we can't come together like, you know, other races? It seems like we are the worst at coming together about anything. Whether it's friends, family, money, election. Like, what what you think about that? Yeah, that's a real good question. I mean, I have a number of reasons why we can't uh, unify. Because one, uh, the number one thing is systematically made that way. People don't really believe that. Like, so I, uh, I can say systematically, uh, what would you call it? Uh, psychologically, we was all made to be divided. You get what I'm saying? Let me give you a little how long this been going on. Uh, I know you heard of the story of the house nigga and the field nigga. Yeah. That's a form of division. You get what I'm saying? Let me, oh, oh, let me take it back. Uh, something even worse. We're not even being light skinned and brown or dark skinned, which you know that's another form of division that we deal with to today. Because you know it was always known that the house nigga was a light skinned nigga because he he belonged he was half of the master because he was a rape baby. You, you know, for the most part about it. that's why he stayed in the house. That's why he got the uh, that's why he got the masters old clothes that's why he slept in the basement or in the attic and he ate their left leftover food you get what i'm saying yes yeah. it that caused it division regardless because you know why he in the house why he uh got to be over us like he was the manager so you know that caused uh generational division whether we know it or not we just don't see it because they they play a different role see they'll do it where like first what they'll do They'll take two slaves, like two big masculine slaves, and they'll do something conniving to make them hate one one another. That way you can control, you can control divided people. What they would do, like, uh, might take this slave uh, and make the other slave sleep with his wife or his daughter and make him watch. And then they'll make them fight each other to death. You know, they have, they have uh, written documents about this. You know, and all it was doing it was making it psychologically and hurting us you know making us divide see you know this stuff go way back way back uh give you another example like uh this is so many examples i'm gonna give you one where i really believe uh and it's personal maybe i feel like because um we worship the wrong god we worship the god that the europeans put us in you know put in front of us and the number one thing uh i always read especially in the role old testament god always say worship no one but me put your faith in no man which we all know jesus is a man and uh we treat him like a god which that kind of made god angry and i'm only saying it's because when you read the old testament once you kind of use critical thinking and common sense you know we the people of the bible which you know a lot of us kind of know this already and hence, once you read the curses, you'll get a better understanding why we divide it. You'll get a better understanding why we can get our head blown off and nothing can happen to the enemy. You got a point. You know, it go back from way back. But I think even these days, you know, things are a little different. But it's like we cannot 
come together. Like, I don't know what will make us ever come together realistically. And, you know, it's like, yeah, just like a realistic, re a realistic way of how we all can come together. Well, the number one way is you got to think about through our history. We've been trying it. Like uh, when we come together, let's think of like somebody like Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey in 1920 brought us together. You get what I'm saying? But see, we always, only way we come together and we have someone that has a powerful voice, that has a powerful following that we gravitate to. Because one thing about us, we gravitate to uh, somebody in power. Hence, if we don't ever see somebody in power of our color that's for us. So when we get somebody in power that's uh, cat, what you call it, uh, charismatic, charismatic, what you want to call it, or somebody that's uh, can architect, like, like in uh, articulate, yeah, articulate words and kind of really appeal to the people, appeal to black people, bring them together and really put them against the enemy. If you ever notice throughout time, throughout history, when we had leaders like that, they kill them. Uh, Martin Luther King, uh, Dr. Khaled Muhammad, uh, Dr. Amos Wilson, uh, whew, Malcolm X, you know, even Tupac. You know, people think it had something to do with, like, uh, East Coast, West Coast, Big It. That had nothing to do with it. A lot of people don't know that uh, Pop was finna be one of the new leaders of the new Black Panther. Because, you know, he grew up a Panther baby. His mom was in the Black Panther. His daddy was in the Black Panther. See, and they knew Tupac can appeal to the Black people. He can unify them because he had a powerful voice. And see, they take those people out quick or they pay them off with money and make them a coon. You know what I'm saying? See, that, you know, uh, who it was, Hoover, they, uh, Hoover said it. The, his worst nightmare is black unity. See, they try everything to keep us down, to, to keep us divided and to keep us distracted so we don't get together to unify because they know if we be on an equal playing field, we will overpower them, overtake them regardless. And see, another thing, they don't want us to unify. They don't want us to unify here or across the world with other melanated people because, like I will reiterate, I always say, you know, uh, the non-melanated people are 15% of the world's population, but they run 90% of the world. How? Easy. Keep the highest population divided. Keep them confused. Keep them... Uh, against each other so they don't unify so whenever they do get a leader you kill them so you make the rest of them scared see that's the one thing about us see our ancestors even to like in the uh in the 60s and the 50s and beyond they wasn't scared they knew you had you might have to take a bullet but if i plant this seed somebody else it'll grow and somebody else will pick it up it'll bear different fruit but see it's been doing that over a period of time in the 20s uh the 50s 60s like the black panther movement that was a big threat and if you start doing your research on the black panther movement the government the fbi went in and uh dismounted really just start murdering people false accusing people they make moves about it like uh that new movie get ready to come out about fred hampton uh geez i bet what's called judas and the black messiah yeah they basically they tell you we kill y'all leaders they write books about it they tell you, we kill your leaders. 
Because they don't want us to unify. They know. They don't want us on the equal field for nothing. Because they know we will excel and everything and overtake them. Hence, that's why they took out Black Wall Street. Yeah, you got a um, definite point there. And I don't know. It's just like you see every other race in the U.S. anyway come together except us. And like it's, it's a bad thing to see like you white people definitely stick together we i think one of our problems is is trust and how we've been done before by our own people and then we lose it for all our people like one person did us wrong all right we just like all right i ain't put my trust in nothing else or nobody else black you know what i'm saying because it is a couple of us that's shysty and then you ruin it for that person that ain't no different from one shysty black man than you dealing with a thousand shysty white men. What's the difference? I can tell you the difference. We brainwash systematically. We uh, put trust in something that uh, do us wrong a thousand times fold versus this one-time thing happened. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, all this stuff was systematically made for us to be divided like i said before it was black on black crime it was white on black crime before it was self-hate it was self, it was it was hate from the other race and once we start digging deep and start doing like um studying the mind actually they have books to tell you how they think about black people or how to keep uh, black people in control for real they have that they know how to play on our emotions they, they know all that they know more about us than we know about ourselves. That's why they can come in and teach us a, a, a Eurocentric ideology. Everything, when you go to school, from the definitions you learn, the words, all that stuff is systematically made that way to keep us from unifying. For, for us to come and say, hey, let's create our own language. Then we can talk a language they don't know and we can maneuver. You know that ain't happening. Oh yeah, man. But <laughs> I, I no 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 no. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen because like I said, times are changing because we're starting to understand more. A lot first of all, a lot of us waking up. Second of all, a lot of us starting to know, hey, these people are scared of us when we unify. Hence, that's why you got something called the NFAC. That's why you start seeing a big black militia. Not only like, okay, like the Black Panther, it was just a nationwide thing in this country. NFAC is a worldwide thing. You get what I'm saying? See, that's what they terrified of. And they terrified of uh, retribution that's going to be done to them. You know, because one thing about uh, the other race they always scared that if we get on top, we gonna do to them what they always done to us. But see, hmm. it ain't no escaping it. Because one thing about it, like I always say, they're Jesus, he who died for all our sins. See, that's they get out of jail free ticket. You get what I'm saying? To say, well, Jesus died for our sin, our ancestors, you know, Jesus died for this. No, no. If God is a just God, you got to pay for your sin. Just like how we're paying now because our ancestors turned away from God and he said we're going to be punished. Yeah, that's why we're getting punished to this day. That's why we're at the bottom. That's why we're the only nation in the world that get treated this, the, the same way by every race. No matter where you go, you can't escape it. 
See, that's where God put it. You, until he come for us or we turn back to him. See, that's the unity we need. That's the first and uh, foremost unity we need. That's why everything else never worked. That's why Martin Luther King didn't work. That's why the Panthers didn't work. We got to turn back to the only power that can keep us unified and to overthrow them. And that's ultimately, my personally belief, that's God. I feel you. I feel you. So, currently, speaking about unity, you see what just happened, what you just spoke about. Yeah. Everybody know about the little uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, the guy, the little 16-year-old that went to West, uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and killed them two white people and injured another. He just got a $2 million bomb. Uh, $2 million bond. Don't think he ain't getting bonded out either. Oh, yeah. But, but see, right when he went to jail, I think the next day he had like, don't quote me on it, I think he had like $5,000, not $5,000, but like $50,000 they had done uh, put together for go farming. But see, this is that other nations, they are on code. We're not on code. We don't even have a code that we'll buy by. See, they have a code. They know to look out for each other. See, that's our main problem. They break us for having the code. You get what I'm saying? If we establish a code, was if we establish like a culture, like the culture that we have now, we think the culture that we act like that we have, that shit was given to us. That's not our original culture. We don't act. That way we act is not the way we're supposed to act. The way we act is manufactured systematically. We don't act. We're not supposed to act that way. We have a culture that's uh, uh, basically given to us by white supremacy. And once you start studying the psychology of it, you get a better understanding. I always uh, try to point people into books, into people you can look up to get a better understanding. You know, like uh, especially Dr. Amos Wilson. Try to. You know, look into him, Dr. Amos Wilson, and he'll give you a broader understanding about white supremacy. And and he make it so plain, you'll be like, well, damn, I do see that. That's why they do this. And, you know, it start with us. They start programming us as kids. You get to say everything is made systematically done to keep our black asses at the bottom because you know why they are already terrified of us so <laughs> they keep us divided keep us fighting keep us acting like pimps hoes thugs idiots dummies but that's controllers but that's the thing to get back on the codes we have codes the problem is it's only street code g codes no snitching things like that i'm talking about as to come together as people like what we do is if somebody get killed like george floyd it'll go across the world and it might go for a couple weeks and then you don't hear nothing about it it happens every time you know what i'm saying we be upset we'll riot and do this but you know it's like we come together for that and say it's not right but you know with them like your boy about to get out of jail you know what i said quit money or celebrities to do it for us instead of us doing it together that's the thing what they do with us they'll put a white body with a black with black skin 
aka celebrities. They put a well, put it straight up. They put a coon in front of the world and say he speak for black people. I hate that. And I don't mean this on the intelligent level. I'm meaning how they think about us. We're stupid people because we let another nation of people control us and we don't see it. You get what I'm saying? I, I, and, and I always get the question sometimes, well, how can we, uh, what can we do about it? You can't do nothing about this without bloodshed. And I said the most, what I always say, the most dangerous person to us is not even a white person. It's the person that the white person sent. The coon, the sambo, you know, the butter biscuit eating motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you got so you got to use that same um, blueprint that Tucson did in um, Haiti. If you, uh, I'm you know, quite sure people done heard of it when they had a revolt and how they liberated Haiti. There's no such thing without liberation, without bloodshed. And so what they did, the first thing that they did was they identified the coons. They identified, okay, who helped the French? Who helped them? First thing they did, kill them. Kill the coons. Because they more dangerous because you know why? They can blend in. They can infiltrate and then they can go tell the ones with the muscles and the power and we can be eliminated easy. See, they always done that. They always planted a mole. Well, I ain't going to say a mole. They planted a coon. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, like, I hear everything you say, but at the bottom line, at the end of the day, some point, sometime, somewhere in the near future, we're going to have to come together. When I say we or we're, you know, talking about black people, like we need to come together for more things than funerals or when somebody is killed uh, wrongfully, you know, as a whole, we need to stick together because, you know, growing up, you know, I seen Mexicans, they definitely stick together. You know what I'm saying? White people stick together. Every race but us. Because culturally, they have a code. Culturally, they have a code. See, like you mentioned, we have a code. G code, no snitch code, street code. But see, those are what type of codes? Non-constructive codes. Facts. You get what I'm saying? So if we start having codes that was constructive, because, I mean, we have the ability. We have the ability to stay on code. I mean, you just gave three examples. But the stuff that they make us or we systematically go on code for is not nothing that's constructive. If we start, like, I'm going to give you a good uh, person to listen to. Uh, you can't be weak to listen to him. Like, uh, Neely Fuller Jr. He has a code book that black people should go by. And it's a code book to, counter at, uh, to counteract racism. And I think it's something deep, you know what I'm saying, and uh, neat we should all listen to. We should all should adapt the code. Because one thing about it, we are contagious people. We are trendsetters. Whether, you know, whether we know or not, because everybody use us. You know, Facts. Come, out, come out with a car, we going to funk it out. You come out with a clothing line, we going to make it look good. But it's Facts. not ours. You get what I'm saying? So we, once we start doing something, just like skinny jeans, once somebody with a voice or came in and changed it we start getting on code i'm not saying all of us i don't wear skinny jeans but for the most part most people just gravitate to it but if we start 
our code and make this our way. You get what I'm saying? Be like, hey, this is what we do as black people. You know what I'm saying? But even the smallest thing, like, what's happening? Yeah. See, I, I will <laughs> use this analogy because I always say, what's good? What's going on? What's happening? See, let, that lets you know right now, we don't know what the hell going on. If I got to greet you that way, if I, if I just say... I think that's just a southern thing, bro. Yeah, true, but I'm just from the dynamic point. Well, from a from a, a analyzing point, you get what I'm saying? What I'm just saying, how we can just, something's just simple uh, for a cult, how we greet each other. Instead of like, what up, nigga? Something that's, uh, you know, something that we should look down upon. I know I said, I try to come down. I try to, uh, you can replace it with the word brother. I say that a lot now. What's good, brother? That's something that we can that can incorporate a code. Now, especially like how we talk to our women. Well, let's make it even better. How the women address each other these days. What's up, bitch? What's up, hoe? Basically. You get that saying? You 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 calling your sister a dog. You get that saying? You calling your homegirl a hoe. You see how words play on you? You get what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying words are important, how we greet each other. Shalom, King. How you doing, Queen? Uh, what's up, brother? Sister? You know, it, it changes everything. And you ain't got, that's just a basic. You know, we can change stuff, especially like, hey, as a collector, we need, we need to, I'm gonna show another thing when we go on a code. Which we do it, we don't see it. That's how I can say we can make a code and we all can gravitate to it. Hair. You see, most women are going natural because what? They find out information, hey, perms do this, or it looks, uh, natural looks better. And see, everybody else gravitate to it, gravitated to it. You see more women with perm. I mean, not with perm, with uh, natural hair. See, if we can find some hey we need to make this part of our code because it's constructive it's positive it's something that uh elevate us but see the other race they will pick up on that and they will study it and they'll do anything to dismantle it you gotta think about it. if anything that the black culture is doing that's constructive they don't want to happen because if it get too constructive guess what gonna happen we'll be too much thinking we'll figure them out which in a lot of sense, we waking up, we are figuring them out, and they know it. We'll move too fast for them, and see, we'll be able to overthrow them because, see, hence why I keep on saying words are important. They call us the what minority, when actually in the world they are the minority. We are the majority. You see how I've been saying words play a, a big role in everything. Yeah, that's why I'm saying we get a code and start thinking and start doing stuff as a unit with a code what can they do they can't just execute all of us because hey they got a code we can't break it they just gonna fall they kingdom gonna fall they rule gonna fall because nobody rules forever if you ever look at history all these dynasties they go out and it's their dynasty is going out and it's going out fast because one a lot of people waking up a lot of people saying, hey, we don't need them, you know, and we can do for ourselves and it's trying to get that way. That's why you see a lot of black business booming, why you see a lot of the youth making a lot of money, why you see like on social media, 
black people helping other black people to figure out these loopholes in business that they uh, don't teach us. See, that's what they be on code uh, about too. You get to say they be on code financially. That's why the financial gap between us and them is so wide. They said it'll take what 150 years for us to catch up with them. And we built this country. But on that, I think it's it's not on that i don't think it'll take 150 years i think we could do that quickly all we got to do is come together black people what you got to say bro um on the 150 it will because uh statistics it's already happened from reconstruction up until the 60s okay from the 1860 or 1870s up until the 1970s that's how long for us to even kind of catch up with the other race and then they dismantle it and pull it away again. See, it's already been done. You get what I'm saying? That's why I said 150 years, because I mean, they threw that out. And, you know what I'm saying? I mean, other master teachers put that out, which I just go by their statistic, which they kind of line up with what happened in the past. But this is one of them uh, topics, well, we can talk about all day because that's our biggest problem and that's their biggest threat and see they know it and it was so crazy now times we know it and like i said every non-constructive thing that we do every negative thing that we do it was systematically put in place for us to act that way and it's been going on for generation our only fault is we know it and we still continue doing it. Like I, I always say, we can shut this whole country down by doing what? One thing, changing our mind, saying we ain't going to work for them white folks. We ain't going to do for y'all. I ain't got to come to work. They were like, you know, individually they can get a, well, I can't pay my bill. But guess what? If you got this whole 75% of black people say no, guess what? People won't lose their job. These people will say, hey, we got to meet their demand. They, we got to meet their demand. You're right. And this it'll take a lot. And I mean, a lot to see how we at now. But we definitely going to continue that, though. But as y'all know, man, this end. This is the Get This Work podcast. Catch us on IG. We're going to catch y'all next time. I'm Drop. It's your boy, Real. And we out. Yep. That, 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 that. Let it breathe,